Welcome to the Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Liz, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. What? Yeah, welcome. We're doing a podcast? Yeah. On what? Uh, Pepita, the cat. Oh. Oh. So welcome to the Pepita Podcast. The Pepita Fall Podcast. Hi, bud. I wish I could lift you up. So, is it the end of the podcast? Wait, let's see if it's the end of the podcast. I am attached to a microphone. (laughs) That's the stinky girl. Just kidding, this is Impact Wrestling. Well, it's, yeah. Um, nothing really, nothing happened. Now we can end the No, really, nothing happened. Yeah, no, this was a really... And you know how you can tell nothing happened? Because there was only one match that was under 15 minutes long. The first match was almost 20. The second match, which was fucking Macklin versus James Storm, was literally 15 minutes long. Chelsea Green versus Mickey James was about 16 or 17. And then the main event... I actually have the exact time here. Let's see. 17 minutes. There was one match that was one minute long. And like... Normally, this would be fine. I'd be like, hell yeah, long matches. But that's not Impact. Impact doesn't do that, and they only do that when they don't have shit <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Um, we had one development in the whole show. What, two? We had two. It was announced that... Sabin and Shelly would face each other next week, and the winner faces Josh at uh, Emergence. Super excited for that. Yeah. Um, and we also went to the Undead Realm. As the title of this podcast suggests. Um, it was bad. <laughs> this whole thing was bad. I loved that promo. I thought that was so much fun. But the thing is, like, just go to a fucking, like, go to the woods. Film the fucking woods. You filmed in fucking, on a farm where, where Deanna and But that didn't require any, like, that didn't require any lighting. They they didn't have to go at night. (laughs) They could have went in the day. We're like, but then it wouldn't have been spooky. They could have went at night. I mean, you could still light at night. They got Mark. To... Just say, Mark. Just say that you want a redo of the swap match from Extreme Rules and move on. But the thing is that that was a match. This wasn't. This was just a promo. You could have filmed a little five-minute short film in the woods. It would have been fine. It wouldn't have been any worse than Impact's current production value, which is very low. Instead of fucking shooting them on a green screen. And then keying them in to the fucking B-roll of the woods. So... uh, schlocky. I loved it. What is Impact if not just a little bit schlocky? That's what we have MLW for. MLW is the schlock. Impact... (laughs) Impact should be better. But anyway... I don't know what to tell you. uh, Our main event was Honor No More vs. Ball Club. Had zero interest in that. I'm tired of, of Honor No More. I'm so tired of them. 
multi-man matches just kind of take the stuff inside of me a little bit. Like, it, it's just a lot. And it's kind of formulaic after a while, which you would think that, like, a multi-man match wouldn't be. But, like, a lot of times they are. Especially with Honor No More, because their matches are the same thing every time. Yeah. And there's never any developments with Honor No More. Nothing changes. I don't even know what they want anymore. Like, what's their goal? What are they trying to... They're not going for any titles. <laughs> they're not, like... Yeah. They're not out for anything. They don't want to reshape Impact Wrestling. They're just there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I enjoyed from... Oh, I enjoyed a couple things, but... The opening match was a, a ton of fun. Um, Violent by Design versus... Um, Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander. We also had Steve Macklin versus James Storm. Uh, Chelsea Green versus Mickey James. Tennille Dashwood versus Masha Slamovich. And Arno Moore versus Bullet Club. He's, yeah. uh, it was... I wanted more from the Chelsea-Mickey James match. That, like... Besides them making I thought out. that should be a main event. Because, like... It, that has, like, a real hard storyline that, like... This match meant something, you like, know? The main event should have been VBD versus Motor City Machine Guns and Josh. Like, I get why they didn't do that. But that's better than Honor No Losers. Um, Maybe, like, I would even take Macklin versus James Storm as the main event. Like, any of these matches would have been a better main event besides Honor No More versus Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you want you want to talk about some news before we dive into the episode? Yeah. You can do it, buddy. Our cat is like currently just like going to jump, but she feels the breeze from the air conditioner on her, and she's like, well, she's factoring and in the there wind. she is. Please don't eat that string. Oh my god! Why, Why is it the bed? first? I got my embroidery project on there, and of course, she immediately is like, "Oh, what if I eat that?" Isn't there a needle in there too? Well, the needle is very safely stowed away in the project, yes. But please don't eat the feathers either. Oh my! We're never going to get to this podcast. I'm begging. You're standing on my papers. Oh my! She has so much stuff on that bed. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. So let's move this, I guess. I think that's the last thing that you can really fuck with. And I'll just throw it on the fucking ground for now, okay? I've never seen a keep cat with so much first. problems keep in a podcast before. No, don't get down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be mean to you. I love you. Stay up there. What is going on? I'm well fun. Stay up there. You're is fine. Is cat really causing that many problems? She really is, actually. Now I feel like I'm upset her, and I feel like she's gonna jump down because I took away all the fun things that are. So, do you want to go into the news? Yeah, I'll go into the news. Um, Where's the sign? Uh, the sign is. <laughs> you can't even see her. You don't have to see her. You just have to know that I worked really hard on writing on some papers, and she's currently stomping all over them. Anywho. Um, let's do the fucking news. I feel like, I feel like the epitome of the, we'll do it live! Alright, so, not a ton of news uh, today, as anyone would expect, but some things, uh, somebody saw, um, something that people may have seen, um, is that right now New Japan has teased a Forbidden Door documentary. Um, they released like a little trailer featuring some notable names like every guy that was in Forbidden Door. Um, and they listed a, bun a, a bunch of names that were interviewed for Forbidden Door plus a lot more like I think like uh, 
Jay White, Okada, I think Lance Archer, um, a bunch of people, and I'm really excited for it to come out because I think that's definitely something that deserves a documentary. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I guess like we've got a lot of AEW and a lot of WWE. Um, but let's start with some not really WWE news. Santino Morella is now working with the one and only Marty fucking Skrull. Which is a choice, I guess. A bad choice. Um, and he got a lot of heat for it. Because Marty Skrull's a piece of shit. Allegedly. Um, and Santino Morella decided to tweet because he's just the most oh god I forgot the word um, the most giving man um, everyone deserves a second chance to redeem themselves he tweeted that and then immediately deleted the tweet um, it is kind of funny though because the tweet that was announcing Marty Skrull um, as being a part of whatever this Santina Morella was doing for um, fucking, I don't even know. They, oh, for Battle Arts Wrestling. Um, that tweet has now been deleted as well. So it's not really clear if Marty Scrolls actually going to be a part of it or not. Also, Santino's acting like Marty's not wrestling. He's wrestled like at, at least a couple times this year already. Hasn't it mostly been in Mexico though? Let's see. Let's let's go to um, Marty Scrolls cage match. I don't want to have a chance to see this shit. Um. Oh yeah, he's actually like eleven matches this year. <laughs> eleven more than he deserves. Um, MLA, which is in Georgia, CWA, which is Puerto Rico, Robles, which is Mexico. Um, Unlimited Wrestling, which is in Germany. Mexico, 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 Germany, Georgia. Poland. Um, yeah, he's, he's wrestled like, wrestled Mascara Dorada a lot. Mascara Dorada. Um, Grand Metalik. Wrestled Juventud Guerrera in April. Um, so it's not like he's been completely, like, blacklisted. He's still wrestling. Yeah, I mean... Because no one's ever really canceled. Right. Unless you're Joe um, Rogan. The one living <laughs> example of cancel culture. <laughs> um, do you see this shit, by the way? Yeah. Showing her ass to the camera. It's not my fault. Um, in other news, um, let's save the AW news for last, I guess. Um, there is, um, apparently, um, at this point, much like you said, um, it's been kind of noted um, that most wrestling promotions that have been trying to book Sasha Banks um, were told that she was only taking non-booking relate non non-wrestling related bookings until January first of next year. So maybe she wants to take a little break. Maybe. Or, I mean. January 1st is not that far away, weirdly enough to say. Um, I'd honestly be surprised if she returns to wrestling at all. I would be too, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't need wrestling. Really. She doesn't. Um, and I'm sure there's more money to be made doing anything else and there's more longevity to it as well she might also really enjoy wrestling so i could i i 
maybe I, I could see her being part time, maybe like AEW. Maybe. I mean, when you're a woman's wrestler in AEW. Yeah, but Sasha Banks is different. Sasha Banks, she would run that division. Like, she'd tell Tony Khan, go fuck yourself. I'm booking myself. Um. Also, apparently, I didn't know this. Um, Next week in 2.0, they're going to have a 20-woman battle royale for um, women. Women for title, women. maybe. For women. I didn't know that either. I didn't see that as part of the episode. And Bailey is teasing that she's going to return for it. And I was like, sure, Bailey. What isn't Bailey teasing? Whatever you say. Yeah, I know. Um, let's talk about some AEW news. First things first, Bobby Fish is back. He defeated Blake Lee um, in AEW Dark Elevation. Thank God. Missed nice. that boy. Oh, you missed the... Miss you missed one crucial piece of WWE news. The biggest piece of news that we've... Oh, why don't we save that for last? Because that's actually like a talking point. Okay. All right. Um, also, there is more and more speculation that AW is going to be going to the UK uh, relatively soon. Um, apparently, JR has kind of been confirming it, which I don't really know how much JR knows but I guess he knows enough that we're taking it seriously. Um, but he's, like, saying that Tony Khan's got great business connects over there and that, like, it's pretty much just a matter of time at this point that they're going to get great... Uh, that they get great television ratings in the UK already, so, like, why not? Um, and, I mean, it's not really shocking because Tony Khan does literally own a football club. I'm sure he does have the connects over there. Yeah. Um, and also, funny enough, there's a little bit of a more speculation that the AEW title change from last night for the tag titles was not what it should have been because um, I don't feel like going into the entire like timeline of all this, but basically... Hobbs used his own hand to tag Starks in. Starks obviously was the man that got pinned. Hobbs was not the legal man. So Hobbs had no business tagging out to begin with. I don't think that was a matter of it shouldn't have happened, but rather let's hope nobody notices. Yeah, no, it's it's a botch, but I don't like I don't think that like anything went wrong. I just think that it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. We overlooked that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, let's go into your little piece of news there. So, it was announced today, but not really announced. It's being reported on that WWE is uh, switching to being going from PG to TV 14, which means the PG era could officially be over if this report is accurate. Uh, Andrew Zarian tweeted, This is a wild situation. There's a lot happening behind the scenes. WWE Raw won't be going to TV 14 on July 18th, but still in consideration for a later date. We'll go live tomorrow morning to break this down. So, what that means is probably not much. I, I can almost guarantee nothing's going to change. Because, as Ryan Satin put it, they're still going to want to appeal to the same sponsors. Yeah. Same advertisers, so they're not going to be changing their content whatsoever. Maybe they'll throw in some shits here and there. Maybe a little more blood. Mm. Um, but nothing big is going to change. Um, and I think uh, I think it was also Andrew Zarian who who said I could be wrong, but um, it was said that. W, like the higher ups at WWE aren't even sure about going through with this. Like they're still unsure. So yeah. might not even happen, but it could. And in which case, I I personally think it'll be a very good thing. Um, if they actually like roll with it, 
and not just have it for ratings sake. Yeah. I, I, especially with Stephanie McMahon at the helm. Um, if you get Vince out of booking, have Stephanie booking. Yeah. I think you'd see a big uh, content improvement. Definitely. I mean, it's not shocking either, though, is it? Yeah. Um, also, I do have one more piece of news. Sorry, I missed this. Okay. Um, I don't mean to upend the piece of news that I wanted to keep for last, but the dyad. <laughs> so, as we all know, we haven't seen the grizzled young veterans since April 19th. Uh, they lost to Legato. There has been speculation that they are the dyad, Joe Gacy's little hench buddies. Um, turns out that, according to PW Insider, James Drake and Zach Gibson now have new names. And as we noticed um, at NXT 2.0, um, Gacy renamed his group the Schism, and the Dyad soldiers are going to experience a christening next week. Um, but James Drake and Zach Gibson have new names, which don't really work in the Schism because, like, it, it, it they you'll understand what I mean thematically. Um, James Drake is now Jagger Reed. Jagger Reed. Fucking bullshit, dude. That's not, that's and not a bad name, Jagger Reed. It's not awful, but like, fuck, it's not great, is it? Yeah. Um, and then Zach Gibson is now being called Rip Fowler, which I actually think... Wait, Rick And maybe Rip? this is just me. Rip. R-I-P. Um, <laughs> yes, R-I-P. But maybe... It, this might just be me, because I'm a fucking lunatic. But, um... I know that Zach Gibson's a big Liverpool fan. And um, there is a um, fucking, like, major, major fucking player for Liverpool called Robbie Fowler. And I'm just wondering if maybe he had, like, a little bit of, like, a, a finger in the pot, at least, when he got, like, the new name. Maybe, that maybe he was, like... Maybe Vince is a Liverpool fan. Hmm. Don't say that. I, I feel like Vince isn't even doing these name changes. Maybe it's like uh, no. Shawn Michaels. Maybe he's a Liverpool fan. Or maybe somebody was just like, yeah, sure, Zach, whatever. We don't fucking care. Or they just looked up Liverpool and picked the first name that they saw and looked cool. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, there's R and Fowler and maybe that's the thing. But yeah, so I don't, it, it doesn't sound like something that would go along with the schism necessarily, but like, yeah. What the fuck do I know? I'm just excited that maybe we'll see them sometime soon in some capacity. I know that like we're gonna see them, and James Drake is probably gonna have like a shaved fucking head, and Zach Gibson's going to, I don't know. It's it's gonna be funny for have, like eyeliner, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world actually, but still, it's just like I feel like the grizzled young veterans that we had are gone. It's gonna be funny for one week, and then they'll continue to be booked as they are with Joe Gacy, and we're gonna be fucking tired of it. I can yeah. guarantee that. Because, I mean, I'm already fucking tired of Gacy and, and the Dyad. I don't want to see them on my TV anymore. I'm just excited for the Dyad to not have to wrestle in fucking cloaks. Oh, you think they'll stop wrestling in cloaks? Yeah, no, I think that they're going to look badass. You can't be called Jagger Reed and wear a fucking cloak. I'm sorry. I hope they keep up, like, the, like the mystery, like the, like, the mystical thing, but they are, like, wrapped like mummies. Okay. Like, like, uh, like, wrist tape, but all over their body. And underneath all Why the bandaging, you just hear, like, <laughs> soon to be recognized. <laughs> the schism! <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm excited to see them again. Yeah. Uh. They just don't fit with Gacy. Like, this is bad. Like, this doesn't go. I'm hoping... It doesn't. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they're just playing placeholder in, in the schism. The schism. Um, and then when they do the christening, it's like they bring in two new people, you know? 
And, yeah, I see what you're saying. And then GYV come back as as their old selves, but it would be hilarious to see them unveiled and like brainwashed for one episode. But that's why you can't do it because it would only be funny for one episode. <laughs> yeah. That's completely fair. Um I'm just sorry, I've got to put my laptop in. Um I'm just interested to see where this fucking goes. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. But uh, we have Impact right now. Yes, we do. Let's talk about some Impact Wrestling. Uh, and if you missed yesterday's episode, our, our recap of Dynamite, we did our predictions for the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Check it out if you uh, want to stay in the know on what we voted for. Some of us made some very bold predictions. Yeah, the Peter. Yeah. All right, but we started off today's impact with Diener and Joe Doring. Uh, they're backstage right before their match, kind of like right outside the ramp. Diener's like, I don't know where Eric is. We're going to have to do this alone. Maybe this is the, this is the test, the chance to prove ourselves. And then their entrance starts and they walk out. Uh, and we get Violent by Design versus Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander. Eric Young then eventually follows right right when the bell rings, and uh, it's a three on three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Eric Young comes out, and Diener and Josh start the match. Um. He, Josh gets Diener's hand and, um, kind of like. Fucks with it. Uh, he gets Shelly in. Shelly gets the pump handle um, on the arm of Diener, and then he hands him off to Saban. Saban does the exact same over the ropes. Then Saban gets in for five seconds. Um, Josh gets back in. He gets some chops to Diener. Um, drops Diener with the chops. Um, and then gets a heel hook on him, but Doring ends up pulling Diener to safety before Diener can end up fucking tapping out in the first three minutes of the match. Um... Young, however, gets a cheap shot in because Josh is focusing on Diener and Doring and not Eric. Um, and then we get a power slam to Josh after Doring gets his ass in there. Diener tags back in, though, and like like five seconds later, drop kicks Josh in the butt. And they were like, they were like, because Josh was like kind of like bent over in front of like the second turnbuckle and like Tom and um, Ray Walt were like, Oh, it's compressing the uh, surgically repaired neck of Josh Alexander. I was like, it literally just looked like he drop kicked his ass. That's it. <laughs> um, and Doring then gets back in, kind of yoinking the arm of Josh as Shelly tries to like cheer him on, tries to get him like back in the fucking game in some capacity. Doesn't really work. Diener gets in, hits a snap suplex to Josh. He covers, but Josh kicks out. Shelly almost like goes to break up the cover. Um, we then get an elbow drop to Josh that. <laughs> From Doring that um really fucking misses. Like Doring's like bicep lands on Josh. I'm sure it was just to be safe. But it looked like it would have really hurt Doring because like he went elbow first into the mat. And I was like, oh damn. Um starts twisting Josh's neck. Josh starts fighting back with some elbows, gets leveled though by a huge fucking crossbody from Doring. I mean, if you ever saw that shit running at you, I would fucking it's like a like a rhino. Um, Steven gets in after the commercial break. He gets Shelly and Shelly splashes Diener. Young comes in for a little bit, gets a cutter from Saban, then a flatliner combo by Motor City Machine Guns to Mr. Diener. Finally, Josh ends up meeting up with Eric. Um, they're both in. Um, Josh kind of... um. Oh, he, uh, he hits Eric with a fireman's carry takeover. Then a Northern Lights duplex. It doesn't get the pin, though. Josh then wants the ankle lock, but Eric gets free almost immediately. Shelly then tags in. So we've kind of got, like, we've moved past the, uh, the uh, Josh-Eric feud for a moment. Um, Shelly gets hit with a tag team offense. Doesn't stay down for the pin, though. Then Saban also gets in. They both hit super kicks to Eric Young, and Josh sends Doring free of the ring. Saban cannibals onto him. And then Shelly gets the Motor City stretch on Diener. Josh gets the ankle lock on Eric Young. 
both men tap out. Not a great look. A very obvious protecting Doring situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised nothing happened with Violent by Design in this match at all. Like, there was no development with them. Eric Young didn't, like, do anything. And that's why, I, another reason why this was just a whole bullshit episode. There was yeah. no development. Like, Eric yeah. Young could have simply just not tagged in uh, to, as Diener said, give them the test. But no, it was a normal match. In fact, after the match, Violent by Design weren't even a factor at all, and it was all Saban, Shelley, and Josh. Um, and yeah. Lead up to it was really just setting up for next week, which... Yeah. I mean... I guess that's fair. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, what should happen is, like, Eric Young's, like, you guys fight each other. Winner stays in Violent by Design. I feel like that that's a decent enough storyline. Maybe uh, Diener somehow survives. Um, wouldn't that be crazy? Diener beats Joe Dorn. Diener versus... <laughs> Diener ends up going for the title then. <laughs> um... He was the missing link! <laughs> Where they should... He should introduce a new member into Violent by Design. I feel like that's like the way to go now. Like, yeah, get get a fresh yeah. face in there. Because I mean, have a little bit of internal struggle. And I mean, we haven't filled the space that Rhino left. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just fucking. Yeah. Like, like at this point, who joins Violent by Design? Who, in your opinion? Who? Keith. Keith. Oh my God. Keith wants to be part of everything. Let him be. Let me let me check out the roster. Let me see who could possibly join. Um. You want to go real crazy with it? Get Speedball in in Violent by Design. That would be like that would be a swerve. Um. I mean, like obvious answer would be like. Krazy Steve or Black Taurus because they have like a, a vibe but they're not leaving Decay um who's like who's kind of clueless right now like without a team Fulton get Fulton in there fucking madman Fulton and Violent by yeah Zone. that'd be kind of scary um Cause he, yeah, he, uh, what's his name? Left him, uh, Ace Austin left him. So he's, you know, got nowhere to be. He's really like, oh, you know, if you really want to like <laughs> go crazy with it, Trey Miguel, if Trey Miguel joined Violent by Design, fucking repackage him. That would be insane. Um, but I doubt any of that's going to happen. Um, so after that match, we had a vignette for Killer Kelly. This one was a little bit new. It was her in the motel room, kind of peeking out to the, to the outside world. What is her vibe? I don't know what her vibe is, but it, it's pretty cool. They've been doing some good vignettes. Like, you do fucking vignettes, like, you rent out a fucking motel room. For Killer Kelly, just go to the woods <laughs> for for Rosemary and Taya. Like it's it's you you put in effort for for Killer Kelly, but put in a little bit of the same effort for the ongoing storyline. Um. After that, we had Steve Macklin versus James Storm. Yeah, this is a. The match that, yeah, clunky and not a great vibe. Um, and also a very slow start. It was not very interesting. Um, Storm ends up throwing Macklin. We get a big backbreaker to Storm, though. Uh, basically, 
Storm throws Macklin, and that was like the first thing that happened that was significant. And then I just like it went to commercial, and then it came back, and I took my second note. So that was how long it took for the match to really pick up speed. Um, we get a big backbreaker to Storm though, right after the commercial break, and like a nasty one, mind you. Storm starts fighting back with some fists, only to get like a really fucked up Uranagi. Like Macklin, like goes grabs him in the corner. And, like, kind of, like, moves to, like, throw him forward, but, like, steps short and, like, stumps himself and stumbles, sending Storm, like, kind of higher up on his neck than he should have been. It was just like, fuck me. It was a mess. Um, then we get an Enziguri to the back of Macklin's neck and a neckbreaker. Um, but Macklin ends up getting the crosshairs off to Storm. Storm ends up kicking out. Macklin goes for Mayhem for All, but Storm gets free. Goes for an Eye of the Storm, but Macklin gets free. Macklin goes for an Underhook DDT, but Storm pushes into the gut of Macklin. Hits him with a Superana. Then an elbow drop and a cover. Macklin kicks. We get a face buster or, like, a jawbreaker of some sort to Macklin, which was also fucked up because, like, Storm's leg, one leg was already extended, like, flat. The other one, like, was supposed to be the one that made contact, I guess, and it was just, like, a knee to the jaw. I don't know. And then we get a DDT Storm after Macklin sends Storm face-first into an exposed turnbuckle. The pad comes off. Storm gets shoved into it. Macklin hits the DDT. Macklin wins. Yeah, pretty uh, underwhelming. And then the lights go out. Sammy Callahan shows up, but Macklin sees it coming. He's, he's already up that ramp away from Sammy. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm really hoping that in this feud, Macklin comes out on top. Because the dude should be like, like this should be the last feud before Macklin is in that world title picture. The dude honestly deserves it right now. Um, and he, he could definitely have an amazing match against Josh at this point. I mean, as, as uh, Hannafin like mentioned during this match, he beat Jay White and uh, Alex. Oh no, Jay White and Chris Sabin in a triple threat. And I think he had a, he beat Alex Shelley in a singles match. It's so, like the dude has some credibility on Impact. Um. So then we had uh, Motor City Machine Guns with Scott Demore backstage. Um, Saban said earlier tonight, I handed Josh the belt. When I touched it, I felt something in my soul. He may have never even got to that, gotten on that path, um, without me recommending option C to him. Um, Scott says, you may be the most decorated wrestler in history. I saw the look in your eye. Impact is about opportunities. We let people earn it. I'm going to let you do that. I saw... I also saw Alex Shelley win it for your side. Uh, you guys are Impact OGs. Next week, Saban vs. Shelley in a number one contenders match, and winner will face Josh at Emergence. Uh, Scott walks away, and Saban looks at Shelley like, one more time, run it back. So, that's going to be an insane match. They're kind of giving Saban all these uh, dream matches, like running it back one more time. We got Kaz Are you saying that you think that he might be retiring? Yeah. Maybe. I, I feel like they'll give him his, his program against Josh, and that might be it. And what, what better way to have a main event than a title versus career match? Wouldn't that be something? That would be. I, I really don't think that Saban's done yet, though. I think he's getting there. I, I really think he is, because at this point, what what left is there to accomplish, you know? How old is Chris Saban, by the way? I don't know. I feel like he's not that old. He's uh, 40. Wow, he's only 40. And he's accomplished so much at 40. Like That's not that old, really. Yeah, like, he's as old as Finn Balor. Um, like at this point, Chris Haben could just like go to AEW and just run the gauntlet there. 
because I don't think AEW would or WWE would hire him since they're looking for young talent. Um, and I don't think Saban would offer too much with uh, WWE. Yeah, like he's had a career in Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact. He's been in Impact for uh, three years now since his return. So maybe uh, AEW's next. I doubt it. He doesn't seem like an AEW guy. He's just a little too gritty. I don't know. I think he might want to just to like, you know, cross it off the list. Run the gamut. Uh, but who knows? Maybe with uh, Ring of Honor coming back, maybe that's where he's he might want to consider going. You know. Um. Anyway, after that we had Chelsea Green versus Mickey James in what I feel like was an unnecessarily long match. It definitely ran its course. Um, we we start with a makeout session. Uh, you know, I, I I saw Impact um their Twitter reference Stratus and Mickey James. I think that's what that was um, a callback. To. Yeah, Tom Hannafin said that too. Um, so yeah, we get a quick little makeout session. Mickey is then sent ringside after a bulldog sends her face first into the mat. Um, Chelsea goes for the baseball slide, but James hits her with a fist and then. A seated senton. Um, we get a drop kick though to James, and then a big boot to the face of Chelsea. And Chelsea turns that around into a ground and pound on Mickey. Mickey powers up and out of a submission with like a knee to the back and her arms stretched back. She powers up like bridging a little bit, sends a boot to the chest of Green, who gets a pump kick to Mickey. Mickey is then shoved face first into the buckles by way of Chelsea's boot. Like she kind of like rebounds are off of it. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, Chelsea then says, get out of my ring, and sits on the ropes, shows her the way out. Mickey ends up getting like this really soft toss little kick uh, to the back of Chelsea's head. Sends her up the ramp. We get some punches to the chin of Green, and then we get back in the ring. Um, we get a neckbreaker to Green. Green gets sent face first into the canvas. Mickey then goes up top, gets the seated senton, gets the Mick kick, Gets green down, but Chelsea, however, manages to reach the bottom rope. Um, we then get a stop to Mickey. Um, Chelsea goes for the pin, but Green gets a fistful of Mickey's, I guess, trunks, for lack of a better term. Um, and the ref is like, no, silly, I'm not stupid. Um, but then Green eventually gets the win by putting her feet up on the ropes, and the ref counts to three. So, breaking news apparently. Um, breaking news. Tony Khan weighed in on the whole ref uh, or or the whole main event of yesterday's Dynamite, <gasps> saying everyone's speculation complete BS. Says the the ref's de- decision is final. Tony, I wasn't questioning you. <laughs> he said it's a bullshit. bit defensive are we are we defensive his, uh, lord my man his exact quote was that speculation's bs as always in at aw plus per generally accepted pro wrestling practices the referee's decision is final congratulations to the new world tag team champion swerve and Keith Lee. See you all for Friday Rampage tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Pacific. Wait, 10 p.m. Pacific? What? Is that really how it works? 10 p.m. What? Pacific? What are you talking about? Oh. Rampage 10. It, it says 10 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. That's not how that works. Tony Khan fucked it up. <laughs> unless, unless it is at 10 p.m. Pacific like, time, and he's just like maybe they intentionally it. air it then. I that seems really stupid though, because like then <laughs> everyone's already watched it. And... No, that's that's literally not how television networks work. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I know I work in TV, but I don't know. <laughs> not that TV, I guess. <laughs> 
Um, so then we get, oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> we get Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. And Taya walks in, she's like, I think I got the outfit right. I think it matches our Undead Realm vibe. Uh, Rosemary's like, we're about to embark on a mission in the Undead Realm. Might I remind you, your fashion is not a priority. Maybe you're not ready. And Taya says, I am. I stand by what I said. I'm just scared. Um, Rosemary says, we follow our directions. I'll keep you safe if you listen. We get in, get havoc, and get out. By the way, I love them as a tag team. They are adorable. Oh, I know. They are. They're fucking so sweet. That's why I kind of don't want Havoc to come back, because Rosemary and Taya are amazing. Their chemistry is, like, is so, so amazing. Yeah. Um... So they they teleport to like some bog in the undead realm. It's like a, a some bog. It's like it's like a bog because they said it's like wet. It's the woods. It's it's the wet woods, which is like a bog. Um, they call it the undead realm. It's just like it looks like woods, but it's them in a, in front of a green screen with B-roll of of woods. Um. And uh, they they start walking, searching for havoc. It's like they they tried to key them out well enough, but you could see around their hair, you could see little bits of green popping in every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, Taya then sees a portal. She goes into it after not listening to Rosemary, uh, and she's teleported to this all like all white dimension i guess realm and she's like okay this is more my vibe it's like a blank slate she's talking about um you know decorating the place and i'm just like taya this is the undead realm (laughs) focus uh she realizes she's split up from rosemary and and she goes to find or she uh runs into havoc who now has pink hair um rosemary then goes into the same portal she uh finds havoc and taya and taya says i see you've met jessica and now i think havoc's gone through a bit of a gimmick change seems to be jessica and not havoc probably less uh scary at least for the time being they might have a storyline where they like Put the evil back in her. But, uh... I think that'll be fun. That's a very impacty thing to do, I feel. It is. And and especially with Rosemary and Taya involved, it'll be a lot of fun. But, like... <laughs> this is just so goofy. This whole segment. Oh. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. It, again, it was so impacty. It was. It was. But I wouldn't even... No, it's definitely not MLW. MLW is like street schlock, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this MLW is like senior project. This was very NXT. Yeah, I could see black and gold NXT doing shit like this. Like, remember the the haunted house match, um, and the the other haunted house match with Johnny and uh, Carmelo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what good times. Um let's see where are we? So we then have Brian Myers talking to some dude on a couch. Boopinder walks in, he says, You said if I beat Johnny Swinger I'd get a title shot. Uh they showed on BTI that he got uh he beat Johnny Swinger. He said I beat him, what's next? Myers said, That's not exactly what I said. I said we'd figure it out. You have a great look, but find me when you've got that blue check mark, meaning the verified check mark on Twitter, because it's the digital media title, and you don't get a shot at it unless you have a Twitter account. Is that literally all it takes? <laughs> well, now, now, now it seems like you have to be verified on Twitter to get a, a shot. Is Rich Swan even verified on Twitter? I feel like he's not. He's been around a while. I don't even think he has a Twitter account. Well, then fuck. What are the rules? Rich Swan. 
He's not verified on Twitter. So what the fuck, Brian Myers? You're changing the rules. Maybe maybe Brian Myers has different rules with his title reign. Matt Cardona's, he was a little more forgiving. You just had to have a Twitter account. Like, does Boobinder even have a Twitter? <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't. I love him so much. What Boop, a boy. Boopinder Gujar. Is this him? Yeah, this is... This is like a, yeah, this is him. He's from Windsor, Ontario. Boopinder? Yeah. Good for him. He, he is on Twitter. Ooh, only only seven hundred followers. You gotta bring up those numbers. Well, I'm gonna, gonna have to make that seven hundred and one. What? Oh. I'm gonna have to make that seven hundred and one. What do you think I said? Well, I see he is seven hundred fifty three, and I'm like, you're gonna bring, you're gonna take away fifty two of his followers. That's <laughs> fucked up. He <laughs> really hated booping for now. <laughs> I'm gonna target them. I want him to have like a vaguely even number. <laughs> Let's see, let's see. What what's what's Boopinder's numbers compared to Brian Myers? Brian Myers. Oof, oof yeah, Boopinder's really gotta bring up those numbers. Brian Myers has three hundred and ninety-eight thousand. Gotta gotta help those numbers, Boopinder. We're gonna have to start a campaign. Follow Boopinder. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Just... Fucking digital media title. Um, so then we have Tanil Dashwood versus Masha Slamovich. You want to talk about this for five seconds? Um. Yeah, I guess. Um. Tanil gets clobbered, gets pulled back into the ring by her hair. She gets back elbow actually onto Masha, but uh, then gets a dragon screw on her leg. And um, as she's limping around, she gets hit with the snowplow to win. For for Masha to win. Sorry. Tenille does Imagine. Tenille did the snowplow. Yep, it's a very quick match. Uh, and Masha looks like she's targeting Madison Reigns next. Or probably Giselle. I don't know. Oh, wait, did she fight Giselle already? Maybe she did. I feel like she did already. No, she never fought Giselle. Sure. She fought, um... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alicia. Alicia. Oh. She when Alicia and Giselle were tagging, she handed Alicia the envelope. Mm -hmm. Alicia opened it, saw like the X, and Giselle was like, "I want nothing to fucking do with that." Maybe. And walked the fuck away. Maybe what this is, Masha wants to team up with uh, Giselle. <gasps> She's targeting all of Giselle's teammates. Yeah, actually, that's kind of interesting. Did she target Lady Frost, though? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, she wants to be best friends with Giselle. Masha just doesn't know how to make friends, dude. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to kill and everyone. Like, and Giselle's like such a fucking, like, yeah. you know, like, that's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Masha. You, you got to kill all of her friends to, to be her friend. That's one way to do it. Honestly, if that is the story, Impact is promotion of the year. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's best storyline this entire year. Scott Demore, get on it. <laughs> um, so then we have an interview with Mike Bailey. And this was, this was literally the most babyface promo imaginable. He says, Diener, I've been thinking about him a lot. I said I'd defend this belt against anyone who'd fight me for it. That's why Alan Angel showed up. If Diener wanted my attention, all he had to do was say so. I'm more than happy to have a match with him next week. Like, dude, he tried to, he fucking attacked you from behind. And you're just like, yeah, if he wants a title shot, you can have it. <laughs> oh, God. He's a, he's a sweet little prince, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had an interview with Mickey James. She said, you're only as good as your last match. I'm going home. As she's rolling her suitcase out of the arena. I really wonder what, what what's happening with her now. Maybe she's out of uh, impact for the time being. Focus yeah, on maybe. WWE. Maybe she's taking time off. 
Oh. Yeah, that would make sense, actually. Maybe uh, make NWA an actually watchable product. Um, but anyway, we then have the main event, Honor No More versus Bullet Club, which started with Heath coming out and randomly attacking Vincent before running into the crowd. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. He just came out of, he's like... This is probably, I know Frankie Kazarian was the worst Elite Hunter imaginable, and there were some pretty bad Bullet Club Hunters, but Heath is the, the Honor Hunter. That's bad. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Oh, Bless his soul, truly. Um, Alright, so we start with Bay and, or no, we start somewhere. But when I tuned in, mentally, um, it was after the first tag out. So it was Bay and Eddie. Bay gets Eddie into a cover, but Eddie kind of kicks out. Um, Kenny King gets him. It's a boot to his stomach. Ace gets in. He kicks King across the face. Bay uppercuts. Kenny, Ace trips him. Bay stomps on his back. Then Taven gets in. And Taven just gets struck. Um, Taven kind of fights back with like a little fist. Bennett gets in off that. Um, Bennett sends Ace into a boot from Taven, but Ace of ends up like getting into this position where Taven's going up top. Bennett's trying to hold on to Ace. Ace blocks Bennett, sends Taven, who's going to drop kick Ace, sends him into Bennett, um, and then it just fucking falls apart. And we go to commercial break, and then we come back, and then it's Carl Anderson and Matt Taven in against each other. Um, Carl gets Gallows in. They double-team Taven. Um, Gallows gets some strikes to the body of Taven. Bay gets in with an assisted leg drop to Taven. He sweeps the legs of Taven and then kicks him right in the little button. Um, and then the ref checks on Matt, but Mike Bennett thinks better of that and attacks Bay, who avoids him completely. Um, and then takes out Honor No More completely. Um, and then Taven tries to capitalize but Bay avoids that as well. And then Bay goes up off the ropes to kind of like a, maybe attack, pester, I don't know, do something to Kenny King. But Kenny King kind of traps him. Eddie kicks Bay in the face. King gets in, gets a single leg crab on Bay. Um, and this was really just the Bay shit show at this point. Um, Chris Bay got fucking pulverized. Um, King kept him from tagging out, hit him with, um, or no, not King. Eddie um, kept him from tagging out, hit him with the overhead belly to belly. Taven got in. Um, he and Bennett take turns beating up Bay. King got in, got a leg drop to Bay. Bay ends up kicking Eddie upside the head. And then the ref gets fucking distracted by Carl Anderson this time. And Honor No More just fucking stomp Bay. This is just the worst ref it. imaginable. Worse than Rick Knox. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Bay ends up evading Bennett, though. Tags out to Carl. Carl sentons onto Taven after clearing the ring, um, and then everyone takes a turn getting a move off, ending with Luke Gallows getting a boot to the face of Taven, and then Maria low blows Gallows um, right before he and Carl go for the magic killer. Um, and then Honor No More just all get their finishers off, and um, then they win, hitting Gallows. Yes, yes. That's uh, the end of tonight's impact. Nothing really to end on. But uh, some notable matches coming up in Dirty C Derby City Rumble. Dirty City Rumble. Dirty City Rumble. Uh, we got Alex Shelley versus Chris Sabin, as already mentioned. Uh, winner faces Josh at Emergence. We also have Rich Swan versus Kushida. I feel like that might be for the X Division title, like a title shot. Um, Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green versus Mia Yim and Jordan Grace. Uh, Mike Bailey versus Rocky Romero, once again probably for the X Division title, and uh, Matt David and Mike Bennett versus Ace Austin and Chris Bay. They're not gonna fucking end this. We're going nowhere with. They gotta split that shit up. It's over. Honor, Ring of Honor's back. <laughs> There's no yeah. reason to be pissy anymore. <laughs> it's like fucking split up honor no more have OGK be on their own managed by Maria it's have, like have Vincent and, and PCO be a thing it's like 
a woman and a man getting divorced and like the woman remarrying and the kids like you're not my real dad and the stepdad's like fuck you're right stepdad leaves real dad comes back and the kid's still screaming you're not my real dad and the dad's like <laughs> yes i am <laughs> that's exactly how this feels mm-hmm. um yeah that's uh that's what's coming up you want to talk about the best of the night uh yeah uh- this has been one long news segment well, technically, technically, this is the news as well. All right. If you have a question for us after the best of the night, please leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the best of the night. Uh, if you're watching, or if on you YouTube, have a question for Pepita, or if you have a question for Pepita, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. We love to hear from you. If you're listening on Spotify, uh, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live or dm us on twitter at pinfall podcast once again we love talking to you we love answering your questions we love giving our hot takes um so before we get to the best of the night let's give a little update on the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling in kayfabe and this is all based on wins and losses see who's on top in booking Number 10, the Uwu champion of WWE, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Number 9, uh, the winner of the Best of Super Junior 2022, Hiromu Takahashi. Number 8, the GCW World Champion and a- Interim AW World Champion, John Moxley. Number 7, from Dragon Gate, Dragon Dia. Number... Six, also from Dragon Gate, Naruki Doi. Uh, number five, also from Dragon Gate, Yuki Yoshioka. Number four, the uh, Super Asia Champion of Gato Move, Balion Aki. Number three, from Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Number two, from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. And number one, the King of Pro Wrestling uh, Champion, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Shingo Takagi. All right. Let's talk about the best of the night, shall we? Promo of the night. Sure. We know what it is. We know what it is. You know what it is. It's, it's Admit to it. The undead realm. There you go. It's, it's so bad, it's funny. <laughs> and also, just, I love seeing Taya and Rosemary. Um, let's talk about wrestler of the night now. Elizabeth, here are your three choices. Chris Sabin, Josh Alexander, and Alex Shelley. Chris Sabin, Josh Alexander, Alex Shelley. I'm going to say... Alex Shelley. Yeah, I'll go with that. Alright, now let's talk about the match of the night. I think we know what the match of the night is. I don't really know if we have to talk about it. But it's uh, VBD versus Motor City Machine Guns and Josh. That's fair. It It was fun. It was a pretty fun match. Didn't do a whole lot, but it was fun. All right, that's our best of the night. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Reminding everyone we won't be live this weekend. That's everyone, look at the cat. Here's the cat. I'm not going to touch her because I'm afraid I'm going to scare her, but she's got one paw out. If you can see right about... Nope. Oh, I see. Right about there, that's a paw. Um, anyways, she's slumped, so that's great. Um, if you tuned in today, thank you so much. You got to see a cat. If you tune in the future, thank you so much. You probably also got to see a cat. Unless you're tuning in on Spotify, then you can just perceive the cat. She's a black and white cat. Think of her that way. With a mask. Um, yeah, her name used to be Luchador, which is ironic. Um, oh, and if you tune in, uh, please tune in next Tuesday. 
Well, we will be doing our WWK22 stream, and this time it won't crash. It won't. It won't. Because I won't be recording it. Unfortunately. We're gonna find a we're gonna find a different way to end up being able to put this on YouTube. Um, it just is not going to be the way that Mark wants to do it. That's the problem. It might be a way for me to do it. It would just involve me doing a lot outside of the stream. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. All of our stuff, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch is all Pinfall Podcast. A new episode of the Universal Pokemon Federation is now live at upfworld.com. If you like wrestling, competition, Pokemon, video games, any fucking anything, go check it out. If you like watching things, if you like, if you like dancing, go watch it. If you like me, go watch it. If you like Liz, go watch it. You if you like the cat, don't watch it. Yeah, she's not in it. Yeah, UPFworld.com. Go check it out. It's a blast. It is a great series. Um, and uh, we won't be going live this weekend. There's nothing, there's nothing going on this weekend. Unless we want to watch. There's not even like GCW going on this weekend. Nothing. Yeah. Um, so, so join us on Tuesday for our 2K22 stream, as Liz already mentioned. We'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.